This episode of Achieving Rally the Podcast has been brought to you by HorrorPack.com. Do you like movies? Do you like mystery boxes? Now for the biggest question. Do you like horror movies? Yes. Yes, I believe you do. HorrorPack.com has your fix for both. Sign up. And every month, you'll get four movies on either DVD or Blu-ray. Unless you sign up for both. Well, now, how much is this fantasy of horror? The DVDs are $19.99 a month. The Blu-rays are $24.99 a month. Pretty much a deal right there. Oh, and tell them Larry Greenstein sent you from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Horrorpack.com. It's what everyone is dying for. <laughs> so, uh, now what? I think we do a podcast. Oh. <laughs> It's time for another Achieving Reality, the podcast. Let's see. Uh, this week, we talk about... Oh, we talk about Monsterama. We talk about the Extreme Pickle Doritos. Actually, I think it's Intense Pickle Doritos. And we talk about a YouTube channel called Steve1989. It's pretty cool. Uh, we'll babble about him for a bit. All right. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Hey, Chris. Hey. How you doing, Chris? I'm well. How are you? I'm all right. What are we doing? Podcast, apparently. Oh, did you come with a topic, or are we just going to sit here and make pleasantries? Uh, I didn't have a topic, no. Oh. But uh, we... It's going to be one of those episodes, folks. <laughs> so, like every other episode. No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready something to clean your glasses with. A towel? A shirt? Windex? I got that too. Really? Yeah. All right, vamp till I get back. Uh, uh, blah, blah! Uh, so Marissa and I went to Monster Rama yesterday. Monster Rama! Yeah, that. And I bought a little knitted Cthulhu. A little knitted Cthulhu. Yeah. That's the title of the episode. Little and then Cthulhu. if you look on the wall... We've got, can't. we've got two pictures, one of the front page of the Haddonfield Journal or something like that, uh-huh. and the other one is the Atlanta Tribune, of course, two fake newspapers. But well, this was from Walking Dead, and that was from Halloween. Exactly. Two. Well, whatever. Yeah, we bought those yesterday, too. Well, it's the same amount of life size, but they are, they, the paper looks good. Yeah. I don't told, remember the Atlanta Tribune being that small a paper, but... I don't remember the Atlanta Tribune, period. Because you're not from here. Yes, I am. No, no, you're from Texas, remember? Yes, but I was By two days of, old brought here. By so. way of Brooklyn. No, I'm not Brooklyn. It's the Bronx, say, first of say all. Say coffee. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Why? That thick Texan accent of yours. Sorry. Roll Want tide. some coffee? Roll Tide. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> Can't make up your mind where you're from. 
I'm from the South. That's all that matters. We don't have Jews in the South. Yeah, you do. We all moved down here from New York. Oh, Miami. I forgot. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah. No, that's Cubans. Mecca. Mecca. Hello, hello, hey! Jewish Rothspringen or whatever they call them. The what? And they all have to travel to Miami, you know. Yeah, well, once yeah. they reach a certain age. Yeah. Well, you got to travel to Florida once you get, or uh, Arizona now, apparently. Really? Yeah, because the desert's really good for your breathing. Yeah, if you want to stop. If you want to stop, no, it's nice and dry. It gets all the shit out of the air. Yeah, it's 110 in the yeah. shade. Yeah, it's 110 here in the shade, and then 982 percent humidity. I'd rather be there at 110. What do you expect? It's October. <laughs> Wait till fall. Yeah. That one week of fall that we get every year. Yeah, right around December 21st. Yeah. Oh, it's great out. Oh, this is the bell. It's hot again. What happened? It's hot and the roads are frozen. What the hell? It's hot and the roads are frozen. No, we don't get the frozen roads until January or February. Looking for that first week of February. Yeah. Get me a day off work. Yeah. One. Or three, it matters how bad it is. Well, it depends on how bad I wrecked the car. Well, you won't notice with the car you drive now. I'll notice. I don't know. I wake that. up in the hospital. Well, oh. if it's real bad, yeah. Yeah, you got fucked up. The car's fine, though. <laughs> Your car looks all right. <laughs> I had my seatbelt on. Yeah. The other car dragged you out and ran over you. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, Monsterama. 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 Which I didn't go to. No, you didn't. But no, you went, went to Lake Lanier with the dog. I went, yeah, I went to Lake Lanier with the dog. Through the ball. Yeah. The, the dog, dog went and got the ball. You can see coverage on my Facebook page. I was incredibly excited. I peed myself. It's a little piddle. So I was so excited for the dog. Actually, what I was doing is I was getting around to using the Filmic app on the phone. Yeah. In the wild. Yeah. See how it turned out. It turned out pretty good. Yeah, it looked pretty decent. I, the, the one that's on Facebook is... Not that's because it's Facebook. It, no, it's yeah, that and it's compressed, and then you're getting it through the air at 4K. So, yeah. But on the computer screen, looked fine. Yeah, looked fine. I didn't even use you know, some of the settings on Filmic that I could have used. I could have flattened the image out and had a lot more control over it. Just I, didn't feel like it. No, did not feel like it. No. I was just happy setting the exposure. <laughs> so uh, we saw Jim Adams. A uh, friend of the Jim show. Jim Adams. Friend of the show, Jim Adams. Monster we, Attack Podcast. Yep. And uh, we got to meet his, I guess his, what you said, first. He rotates guests. And, All right. Well, this, we got to meet one of Mark his. Mark Maddox. Pod- yeah. That's his name. Yeah, Mark Maddox. We got to meet he one is, of his podcasting partners. He does um, paintings and whatnot. He did, There's a painting that they use for one of the uh, cover art for one of their yeah. podcast episodes of Rodan. Yeah. I want that one. Well, he had it there. If you had told me, I would have picked it up for you. How much was he selling it for? 20 bucks. Damn. I didn't know that was going to be there. Otherwise, I'd have... No, well, yeah. Might have blown off that whole Lake Lanier thing. So... Or, or fuck it, I just dragged Linda the dog with me. I'm just running in to see Mark. He's got a rodent I need. He's got a what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. He's got a picture of... I've got to go get a rodent. He's got a picture of a naked bird i got to go get. As opposed to... A feathered bird. Oh. I was going to say, as opposed to a bird in a three-piece suit, or... Maybe. Have you ever seen a bird in a three-piece suit? Yeah, a penguin. They wear tuxedos. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Have you ever seen a penguin? I've seen a penguin. Well, that's going to be a tuxedo. A penguin. Then puffins. That's my they... shout-out to Benedict Cumberbatch. Ah. 
There's a they uh, both wear uh, tuxedos. The only thing they don't have is the bow tie. I'm gonna pick that. So you're gonna go put a bow tie on every penguin in the Antarctic? Just one. <laughs> the main one. Who's the leader here? Here's a bow tie. Have a nice day. So we did that. We walked around a little bit. Saw it. It's the dealer room is a lot smaller than it was last year. Yeah, than last really? year. Yeah, it's a lot smaller. But it is cheaper to get into, uh, from what the guy that we bought the newspaper article said. Cheaper to get into as a vendor. Yeah, and rather than like Dra- Dragon Con's sixteen hundred bucks, give or take, for a booth the size that Talon uses, I think, which is what uh, ten by five. So he said he could buy this whole room for the price of the uh, one table at Dragon Con. He could do the whole. Booths are on me. Booth. <laughs> Booths are That'd on me. That would be kind of awesome. That would be kind of neat. No, so just go and contact the people at Monster Island and say, "How much for the booths? I want them all." Yeah. And then go to the vendors you want to see there and fill it up. Yeah. You you want a space? Uh, thirty bucks. Yeah. You give them a deal. Twenty-five bucks, and I get a free piece of merchandise. Ten bucks, a couple of free pieces. Of All right, Mark. Free booth, but I get a I get a Rodan and another one of my choice. Mark Maddox, look him up online. I'm sure he's there. Probably does some really great artwork. Had a lot of Doctor and, Who and if, stuff. And if not, let me talk to Jim about him. Right. He had a lot of Doctor Who stuff. He had a lot of Vincent Price stuff. Of course, the old monsters. Um, My Vincent Price. <laughs> it's a nice picture too. It's an old actually, picture too. Actually, everything I've heard about people who actually met him said he's like one of the nicest people on the planet. Uh, Vincent Price? Mm-hmm. Well, he probably doesn't talk much anymore. You know, Gilbert Godfrey was on Thick of the Night on mm-hmm. the phone, mm-hmm. and he met Vincent Price there. He said he met him later. He ran across him somewhere and walked up to him and says, I don't know if you remember me, but we met doing Thick of the Night, and Vincent Price says, oh, that show is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something Vincent Price would, would say. But, so we got to do that. We walked around, talked to a bunch of the uh, vendors. But uh, it was cool. They had a lot of uh, panels this time. They had four rooms for just panels. And they had one room. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then they had one room that was just them showing movies. That's kind of cool, too. Yeah. And at night, they showed Flesh Gordon. Did they? Yes. Oh, shit. (laughs) Not, Not all the nights. Just one night. I think it was Friday. But it was up on their page. It said Flesh Gordon. I went, that's got to be a typo. And then it said for adults only. I went, nope, that's the real thing. Well, the the original Flesh Gordon is not that graphic. No, but, you know, it is still considered porn. It's considered porn, but I actually think it would be an R-rated today. I don't know. I Everything that, that, could, that should be R-rated, they're knocking down to PG-13 and no. making it even more friendly. No, no. Things that should be made as R-rated movies are being made as PG-13. Well, yes, that. But uh, so, but the movies themselves are firmly PG-13. Eh. So needless to say, I mean, I liked it. It was a little expensive for the fact that we just went one day and only for a couple hours. Well, that's your fault. Uh, well, I'm not interested in panels and stuff. So we did go back in the evening to see if we won a uh, if we won anything, any door prizes, but we didn't. The ghost doesn't like that either. Or he wanted to shut the door. I wanted a t-shirt, damn it. No, they weren't even, they weren't crap like that, man. They were like models and there was the, 
oh god, I don't, I don't know what it was, but it was this huge box. And it had, you know, a, a monster thing in it. I guess it was a diorama that you put together. And it was huge. I went, I want that. He goes, well, give me your ticket number and 50 bucks and we'll talk about it. I was like, how much, do I have 50 bucks? How much is it normally? Probably like two, three hundred dollars, this thing. Okay. And then um, they had a bunch of sideshow stuff there. Sideshow collectibles? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, the only thing that, it, it doesn't really bug me, but it, it does in a way. So MeTV was one of the sponsors. Oh, that's kind of cool. And they had a booth with no one at it. Why was it way there? I don't know. But they had a booth, and it didn't say, you know, out for lunch or something. No, there was, they just had a bunch of flyers on it, and that was it. And I was like, um, all right, because that kind of defeats the purpose. But then I was like, Horror Pack, was, it was also one of the sponsors of the Monsterama. And I was like, look, if MeTV can sponsor it and just throw up a table and stuff, why doesn't Horror Pack just come in and throw a bunch of stickers on the table saying, sign up for Horror Pack, use this code? Because they don't have anything. I can tell you the reason. What's that? They have a film festival in two weeks that are premiering Haven's Inn at. Well, right. I didn't say someone had to man the table. Well, I mean... They could do like Me Me TV and just have an empty table that says Horror Pack. Hell, Me TV and Horror Pack could have one table. And it just has their sponsorship material on it. Well, no, and then they should go what away. What you should have done is you should have said, "Hey, look, I'll go and have these with you. We'll we'll man the table for you. You can put your merch out there." Yeah. Well, I didn't think about that until now. Next year. Yeah, next year. Next year, look for the table. It'll be achieving reality, monster attack, and horror pack. And, and if I can get my book done before, maybe Haven's End as well. And if I can get my book done, then my book will be there for sale. Yeah, in our new movie, whatever the hell it turns out to be. Whichever one we're talking about. Yeah. The greatest movie ever written. Yeah, that's not getting made by next year's Monster Roma. No, but uh, Jim wants to be in that. Oh, Jim's already in it. Yeah. I just don't know. Oh, yeah, I do know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jim's going to be playing the uh, the female lead's father. Yeah, all right. And uh, he wanted to know about... Oh, spoilers! Yeah. Spoilers for something that you know basically nothing about. Why did you tell about? the female lead has a father? <laughs> that ruined the whole damn movie for oh, me. Oh, God, you suck. God. I thought she was immaculately conceived. Immaculately conceived. You trying to speak uh, Hebrew now? Sure. Sure. What'd I say? I have no idea. That's Hebrew for Shalom. <laughs> so, and then he wanted to know about Lear. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. He's, uh, He's like, I, I know it's partially written, and I know that we're probably going to have another meeting at some point. Other than that, I don't Problem is, I need to get the next vignette written by Friday. Why? Because Albert will be down Saturday. And it's the only time I can guarantee you that I'm actually going to get to speak to Albert directly. Uh, what were we doing? Uh, Monsterama. 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 So, uh, there was a band there. With Jim Adams and Mark Maddox. There was a there was a band there and a bunch of other people. None uh, of which I can tell you. Yeah. Uh, Lucinda, Lucinda Williams? I don't know, one of Jim's friends was there. He interviewed her as one of the panels. In fact, we got there just as that panel ended, which was actually kind of funny. Because I would have sat in on that because it was Jim talking to, you know. That's somebody. why they had it early. Yeah. Is he here yet? No. Go, 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 go. Go, <laughs> go now, 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 now. Panel starting. Panel starting. <laughs> Get your ass in here. But they had, they had a band. It was just a, a guy who plays a stand-up bass and a woman who sings through auto-tune. 
on and the monster was there. Yeah. What are you with theremin? I know. <laughs> and uh, oh my god, we should just write this down. We need to contact those guys. The there's a, a group in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, that that the one guy plays the theremin and the other guy plays the banjo. Yeah. We need to get in touch with them and see if they'll do a version of "Do You Believe in Love" <laughs> with the theremin playing the melody. No, we got to get them to do a. Uh, that would be awesome. We got to do. We got to get them to do um, the opening to the, the podcast. No, we got an opening for the podcast. But on banjo and theremin, do the same song. Yeah. And we use it for special episodes. Exactly. <laughs> I wish I could remember their name. Would you give a plug? If you go on Reverb, I think they're on Reverb Nation, and look for Theremin and Banjo, I think they'll come up. They might. I'm pretty sure they're the only ones. Maybe not. In Atlanta? Oh, in Atlanta, yeah. So, needless to say, we enjoyed our time there and had a lot of fun. Uh, I have to put my baby Cthulhu up in my office. Right now, he's just sitting on the stairs. Ruling them. Ruling the stair. The one stair. Sleeping. Uh, no, his eyes are open. He's eternally lying on your stairs. He's uh, he's eating Here's the souls go. of, you know, whatever cockroaches come in. Your stairs have become your yay. <laughs> just one stair. He's, he's only this big. He's got to be the bottom stair, though. Uh, no, he's, he's about, about six he's stairs gotta be, He's got to be the bottom stair. That's why he can't rise. That's the whole thing he's about He's only this big, man. He can rise from anywhere. And that's why the geometry's all fucked up on re because it's all made out of puff pastry. <laughs> and it rises. Oh. And, uh, you really need to cut down on the weed, man. And all the, the great old ones wake up and start stomping around and blithering. Blithering? Yeah. I think that's the word he used. Yeah. So, that's what we did yesterday. Gibbering. Gibbering. Yeah, not blithering. Well, he was blithering, too. No, really? I thought that you read, you read Call of Cthulhu, right? I do. I have it upstairs. He's like running back and forth on the beach instead of just reaching out and smiting the boat. Yeah. He's running around on the beach, blithering and gibbering. Blithering and gibbering. So, that's what we did. It well, was really funny. I never really pictured Cthulhu as being that active. Never figured he'd have to be. Well, yeah, Why? If he's huge, how would he be running around on the beach in the first place? He's yeah. supposed to be monstrous. It's a big beach. But yeah, it's like, well, I don't know, America. That's why it's in the Pacific. Because you need a lot of space. Uh, for things to rise out of the ocean undetected by anybody. Yeah. Save one small boat. One small boat. Well, you know, thousands of small boats might have found that island. None of them came back. That's true. So there you go. That's what we did. And apparently Cthulhu hasn't risen. Well, yes, he has, but he's tiny. And uh, he's living on my step. And... Uh, I could have bought a bigger one, but uh, I liked the little one. It was, it was cuter. Very nice, the little one. The bigger one was just a, a little bit bigger than a coffee cup. The little one fit in a coffee cup. I almost bought the Freddy, though. The Freddy was kind of cool. These are all crocheted, yeah. knitted. And the Freddy was kind of cool. Uh, he was big. It was about the height of a 20-ounce soda bottle. So uh, he was pretty cool. And they had a teeny tiny Jason. It's a shame you don't know who the name of the vendor was. I I don't, but I can look it up. It's on it's on their webpage. It's not helping them any. We don't mention no, it on the um, podcast. Hold on. Yarn something. Yarn demons. Nitty. Nitty demons. <laughs> I know there was like nerdy felt that was there. I went to school with nerdy felt. 
No, that guy was a jerk. No kidding. Uh, Such a dweeb. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to the toy convention in March of next year, too. Really? Yeah. It's like 200 tables of all classic toys. Huh. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. And the guy looked at us, and then he goes, I remember you guys from last year. I was like, That oh. wasn't us. We have an alibi. I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. Swear to God, that wasn't us. Well, now I feel kind of shitty. I can't, I can't find their, their. There's no tag on your little Kazoo. No, actually, there is not. Then you brought this on yourselves, people. You should have put a tag on it. Damn it! With your name on it. So when we podcast, we have something to reference. Yeah, listen to Chris. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He'll be kicking himself for this. He's not kicking you for it. Good lot. No, I can't find it. So I feel bad, but it, it's it's neat stuff. And when I figure it out, I'll mention it at another time. Yeah. All right. Well, we can cue music then. We'll do it. But you said it. But you didn't do it. Cue music. It's in one of the, they're not even the United States chips. I had to have them smuggled across the border. I did. Poor Black Ryan to shut them up his ass. That's why we had them wrapped in cling wrap. Why are you walking so funny? I got your chips. They're extreme. That'd be horrible. It would be. And it was. And where would he put his cigars? He didn't smoke cigars. What's for you? I'm not asking for those. I can buy Cubans in America. Yeah, we don't talk about cigars. He's here all week, folks. No, he's not. <laughs> Thank God. Maybe next week. <laughs> hey, Larry. Uh, hey, Chris. What's going hey, on? Hey, I figured it out. You did? Yes. What did you figure out? So, my little um, Cthulhu, my little knitted Cthulhu. Little knitted Cthulhu. Was done by Abominable Dolls. And they have a cute little bat as their logo. And you can find them at uh, well, Monsterama, but probably they probably online abominabledoms.com or something. I know they have a Facebook page. Google, yeah, Google. yeah you have to Google it. Play with your Google, but don't Google your footin' in public. It's gross. But uh, yeah, they got a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, they've got um, Dracula, and they got uh, the uh, spaghetti monster. They got a, spaghetti monster. a tiny Godzilla. Um, Adorable. It is adorable, actually. Uh, what's that thing with all the eyes? Um, not the Beyonder, the... Um... Beholder? Yeah, beho- they got a bunch of Beholders, see? You don't want to look at a Beholder? Well, now you are. Well, look back. Yep. All right. Hey, Larry. So that was that. So, hey, Chris. After having found it, I got something. What'd you got? I got Doritos Extreme Pickle. Intense. An intense pickle. Well, Yes, it does say intense pickle. Yes, it So, here we go. So, we've been talking about this for how long now? Quite a while. And how did we procure these? These are from friend of the podcast, Blackburn. Chris Blackburn. Chris Blackburn. The reason we have... Wrote and performed our theme song. Yeah, the reason we have a theme song. Uh, so, let's see. Um, Smuggled them across the border. Smuggled them across the border from Canada. Had to keister them. Yeah. It's a big bag, too. Huh? It's a big bag. Good thing he does all those exercises. Yeah. Kegels were really working for him. So, here we go. It's okay. I can say whatever I want. He doesn't listen to my half of the podcast. (laughs) 
Is in there riding his lawnmower, cutting the grass, and like, why does they keep talking about my kegels? <laughs> All right, so ingredients. Yeah, Facebook message. Leave my kegels alone. Selected corn. Selected, selected corn. corn. Vegetable oil. Seasonings. See, we here we in America, we just use any old corn. Uh, corn, maltodextrin, sugar, salt, sodium acetate, vegetable oil, modified milk. Modified. Uh, ingredients in the modified milk. Oh, modified milk ingredients. Acetic acid, dehydrated onion, dextrose, monosodium glutamate, glucose solids, de shut up, dehydrated garlic, natural flavor, includes extractives of dill weed, and cucumber. Uh, let's see. Uh, dehydrated tomato, more color, cheddar cheese solids, citric acid, malic acid, spice, Disodium. We'll be able to astronavigate after this. Uh, uh, yes, a uh, disodium uh, inosinate. Inosinate. I don't know. Uh, disodium guanolonoflanolate. Natural flavor. Calcium hydroxide. They squeeze pickles into the vat. Apparently, uh, I would read it to you in French, but I don't do French. So <laughs> let's open these. You don't do French, huh? No. No. I don't. Agree? I don't sprechen the French. Oh, they are. <laughs> they are dilly. Dilly. Dilly dilly. It's Bud Light. I'm not gonna put my nose in the bag. No. Oh, yeah. I like these. It's an extreme pickle. I don't know about extreme pickle, but they are definitely pickle. And no Dorito-y flavor on it. No, it's just pickle. It's not like with a hint of dill, like no. we do down here. I think what they did was they made pickles and then threw chips in there. Yeah, I'm sure that's what happened. These are good. These, I like. I'm going to have to put these on my permanent order list for Chris for Blackburn when he goes out of... Uh, we should check with... Um, Queen's Pantry and see if they can get them. That's true. I'm sure she wouldn't mind us coming into her shop every third Saturday and nosing around for more stuff to do on the podcast. We're here for more crisps. You two are insane. Yeah. No, no. We're just misunderstood. Well, I'm insane. He's misunderstood. Watch yourself. Our Mr. Understood will kick your ass. I'm not worried about him. I don't understand him either. I like these a lot. These will go great with a burger. This is like a, a bolder version of the flavor you get on the, like the Lay's, but then you got a much more denser chip to go with it. Duh. I'm trying to get information <laughs> to the audience instead of just two assholes eating chips. Then maybe we'll tell them something about the chips and they can decide whether or not they want to drive to Canada and get some. You could probably get them off of Amazon. They're tremendously expensive. Remember, that's why we didn't order them off Amazon? Yeah, but there's people out there who are willing to spend the money. Speaking like, of weird, I am, I, I'm speaking. Speaking of weird shit you order off of Amazon food food related, there's a girl on the internet. You can't order girls off of Amazon. <laughs> yes, you can actually. Off of Amazon. Actually, yes. eBay. Well, you can definitely get them off of eBay. Great there, list. There's a girl. <laughs> Is it bad taste to post them on Let Go? <laughs> Offer up. <laughs> Oh, I guess we're not going to get our award from the uh, Feminist Foundation this year. Again. Again. 
There's a there's a gal on on. That's probably Fartina. <laughs> no, 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 she left. Just gave everything to Scruffy. That's the official word. Hmm. She told me. Probably fired her. Hmm. How do you fire someone from the thing they solely own? Well, if they don't know, they can't be fired. That is true. Saul is kind of shady guy. Just saying, Saul's aren't. Well, you without Lawyer. without telling them, you sell off their shares. <laughs> yeah, it sounds familiar. Thanks for that. <laughs> this girl on YouTube that buys weird foods off of uh, Amazon mm -hmm. has them shipped in and then eats them. As opposed to? Well, I mean, some people just buy them and be like, look what I bought. She grounds them in the powder and puts them on her face. <laughs> well. And she stares at the camera blankly. She did buy that weird mouth exerciser thing. That looks like a, just a dick sucking device. I, I haven't seen this. And um, might be in the market for that. <laughs> I got to give a speech Saturday. Oh. Hold on, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a couple of really horrible images out of my head. Give him the clown. Just stop. He likes that sort of thing. That's the problem. Have you seen the scrapbook view? <laughs> yes. Like something on a seven. <laughs> Why'd you hit that picture? I'm not telling. Photoshop? <laughs> it's a place down the street. They sell photos. <laughs> Before you get me way off track. Maybe we have some business we should start up. We'll call it Photoshop. Photoshop. Two words. And you basically place an order. I want this picture. F-H-O-P-P-E. And then we create the picture in Photoshop. And send it back to them. Yeah. Digitally. Any photo you want. I want a picture of General MacArthur sucking off Ike. Alright, give me a minute. <laughs> Who would want that picture? I mean, other than Klaus. There you go. I don't know where he gets his money, but I'll spend it. So, she also picked up um, Baloo. No, a Japanese lip fattener. Basically, it's a giant suction cup. <laughs> and you put it on, and you do it, and you leave it there. But it wouldn't do her top lip right, so she had this really big fat lip for like the last half of her video. It was funny as hell. And she did some other weird stuff. But So she buys weird shit off of eBay. And whether it's food or just odd items, she'll try them mm -hmm. and explain them. And uh, it's so funny. I mean, she grabbed this nose thing that's supposed to make your nose pointier and more dainty. And basically, basically it looks like something you'd put on your nose to go swimming. And... Um, yeah, it was it was funny. Are these products that maybe we have sold? No, no, these are real Japanese products. That's kind of why we quit doing the commercials at the end. Lawyers are expensive. That and people were stealing our idea. You know, we need to go through the inventory, see what we got left, and do a few more ads. Quit running that Spotify ad. I got to get over to um, Rocket Fizz. Go crazy. Oh, restock the Wheel of Soda. Yeah, think about doing the Wheel of Soda and beer. Because they've got some really weird beer flavors out there right now. No, I'm not going to buy the vagina beer. Oh, please. Because it's $20 a bottle in America. And it takes like three months to get it. I'm like, ew. That means I, I got to go. It's a slow fermentation process. I got to pick the woman I want to have her yeast. This is not going to go without. Yeah. We'll do that for Klaus's podcast. Huh. Klaus and Neil's podcast. <laughs> hey, we going on? Neil, I have this. Oh, God, get that out of here. 
Achieving profanity with Neil and Klaus. <laughs> Achieving pornography with Neil and Klaus. So, I love these. I'm going to be putting in a permanent order to Blackbird. And he's just going to look at you like you're stupid. No, he's not. He's going to be like, okay, well, they cost X. I'm like, okay. And I'll give him the money and he can go buy them for me right before he comes home. <laughs> and if he's like, how come you haven't been asking for the tomato ketchup ones? I'm like, because I can get those here. Boom. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Ding. <laughs> there is new catchphrase, y'all. Try Ding. it out. Ding. You hit at the water cooler. <laughs> someone will hit you at the water cooler. And if Klaus is there, someone will hit on you at the water cooler. Crack a funny joke, then look at him and go, ding. <laughs> you got to do the Isaac. I don't do the Isaac. It's just ding. They don't know that. <laughs> Great. Now they're thinking I'm really being corny with it. Ding. Ding. <laughs> See the power of the ding? That almost went down the wrong pipe. It was a whole chip. I know. That's what happens when you use the Isaac with it. No, oh, thanks. Not cute. The only, the only man who can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Lando Calrissian. Who will be in the next movie, apparently. Yep, you saw that. Yay, Lando. Yay, you're going to actually have some work again, you bastard. I'm just going to have Donald Glover come in. They're going to put Billy Dee's face on him. They should just have Billy Dee Williams' son come play him. Well, no, because Billy Dee Williams is the appropriate age to play Lando Calrissian. That's true. That's true. So there you go. Intense pickle. If you can find them, get them. If you're in Canada, well, go to your local green grocer and pick them up. Or your boulangerie or whatever the hell you got. What if you're in French Canada? I don't think that's the right word. Shut up. Leave me alone. Right. <laughs> so, whatever. Go to your local green grocer or your grocery store, whatever. Pick them up. Eat them. If you've already had them, throw us a message on Facebook. Tell us how much you love them. Cool. That's facebook.com forward slash achieving reality. The podcast? No. Just achieving reality. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, because the comment system on Podbean leaves a little to be desired. Well, wouldn't matter. We, I, how do you know? Because I don't know how to work it. Ah, there you go. Leave us a thing on Facebook. I would say hit me up on Twitter, but I don't do that anymore. Which reminds me, I need to take down the link. But you still haven't done that? I don't think so. You were here for a week. I had other things to do. <laughs> so, all right. So, I was making movies, man. So, cue crunchy pickle chip music. Exactly. You just, you just tune in and we'll just make references at you with no context. <laughs> Great Scott! Go my favorite sports team unit. Score a gold basket. So uh, there's this guy on... There's this guy on YouTube. 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 New segment. YouTube. New segment. Guy on YouTube. That's the thing of the segment. Guy on YouTube. Guy on YouTube. Or stuff on YouTube. Or gal on YouTube. Things on YouTube. Ooh, no. <laughs> no. You might actually well, end up with a thing on YouTube. Well, hey, what's... Oh! Well, well, there's multiple people on the channel. There's like... Uh, folks on YouTube. Folks on YouTube. So... Oh, uh, better. Folks on YouTube. Okay, folks on YouTube. New bit. Make us some music. 
That's going at the end of whatever it is. Ding! So this guy's name is Steve uh, 1989 MRE Info. That's his page. His YouTube channel. Man, his channel. What he does is he gets MREs. Some of like all run together. Yeah, it's all one word. He gets MREs from around the world and throughout space and time. Throughout time. He's wibbly wobbly timey wimey with this stuff. There's another one for you. Oh yeah, no one's gonna know what that one's from. So they might not. If you go in and you just click videos, you know, you just go right into it, just click the headline videos. And the newest one is a second week of October, so and the newest one came from six days ago. It's a 2018 British single meal ration pack uh, MRE review. Now, everything in there is, of course, edible because it's this year. And that's what he does. He, he pulls it out piece by piece, shows you each he, piece. Yeah. He'll show you the main package. Then he carefully cuts it open because he has some kind of a museum or something for this stuff. A collection. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has a collection. But he does. He displays it because he says... Yeah display in here so uh, he, he carefully cuts the top of the bag and he'll remove each item and show it to you mm -hmm. uh, there is a heater pack in this one which most of them don't actually have because they just didn't have them until much more recently these are water activated heaters by the way so they're sodium something or another heaters and he lays everything out on a tray he lays everything out and then he goes well, let's put it on the tray and it magically appears on let's the tray let's get this out on the tray yeah this is catchphrase yeah, so poof, it, it, it ding, it appears on a tray. <laughs> and That's if you had a channel. Like yes, and ding, it's, and, and it's all laid out. Now, I will tell you what's in the, the as, from what I can remember, is in the British single meal ration pack. It is a... Ice bean. No, it Twinkless. is... Uh, what? No. Pickle there is a piece of gum, but uh, it's like V6 gum. Because they couldn't afford the other two vegetables? Uh, or they didn't want the stronger car. I don't know. So it's just a piece of gum. It's V6 gum. He does not chew that. The, he uses the pack and he makes the main entree, which is a beef. Wellington. Uh, the mac and cheese with beef. Basically. What's beef, that? Beef Wellington. That would be really cool, actually. Uh, and then he has a three in one tea and a three in one coffee, basically milk, sugar, coffee, milk, sugar, tea. Right. He has two things of sports drinks in there. They're both apple. Uh, he really enjoyed those. Two packs of a granola-type trail mix. One actually is basically trail mix. The other one is three different fruits. I don't remember what they are off the top of my head. Um, I know there was currants in it, though. And the other one had coconut, which he didn't like, and peanuts and uh, banana chips. So there was those. Then there was also a package of, it said, stem ginger Odie cookies. Odie cookies? Oh. Is, yeah, Odie cookies. Odie cookies. No, Odie biscuits. Sorry. These are stem ginger Odie biscuits. Uh, he eats that with the tea, actually. He dips them in the tea. Mm -hmm. He says they're phenomenal. Oh, and there's spork, because you have to have something to eat the mac and cheese. Yeah. The, the beefaroni, basically, with. The first thing he eats, he rips it open, and he dumps it out. It's the trail mix. You don't have to do the plane by plane. No, no, but it, it he he was okay with it. He didn't like the coconuts. It was It was unflavored. Right. unsalted nothing he tried the fruit mix next he really did like that uh, he said 
apparently every time he tries the coffee, it's always good. So apparently spray dried coffee, which is what this was, mm -hmm. is still good. And he even referenced a coffee that he had from one of his others, which is a much, much older ration pack. He said it was good in that too. So like, apparently coffee just doesn't go bad. It's like the one thing in all the things well, that he the has. Well, dried. No, he said even the freeze dried stuff wasn't bad. The one that he referenced was like 50 years old. He said it was pretty good. And he did the tea with the biscuits. He really liked that. Uh, but then, and I'm not going through the whole thing, he didn't really like the meal. In 81, he had another one. Now this was dried bars. And it was ham and scallop potatoes in three granola bar sized bars. This MRE was from when? 1981 Food Packet Assault 24-hour MRE review, and it is American. It had a orange drink bar. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, that you could crumble up or you could just eat. He it's ate it. It's got to be strong, though. It, he said it was incredibly. It was like he said it was like eating compressed tang. It is eating compressed tang. Yeah, uh, it had some funny brown spots on it, but he said it wasn't bad. Um, oh, I may have seen this one. Well, this is this was just a week ago. Yeah. So, uh, and then um, he busted out the fig newtons that were in there, and they were horrible looking. Uh, they looked like they were coated in chocolate. I don't think they were. And uh, he said he wouldn't eat those, but he tried the coffee. And he said the coffee was good. This is from 1981. This is 30, 30 year old coffee. So I was like, oh, that's actually fairly impressive. At least it wasn't Sanka. And, a little older than that. Yeah. Well, I'm just giving a round number. 37 year old. Yeah, I'm just giving a round number. But, uh, and then they had two type of granola bars in it, and he said they were okay. He made two of the food bars, and he said it was better that way, but he did eat the dry, because you can eat it dry. <laughs> but he did say if you are not keeping yourself well hydrated, you're pretty much dead after eating this, because it's going to suck all the water out of your body in order to rehydrate this stuff. So this is this is what he does. He he gets those things and like we said, he lays them out. I mean, he's got one on here. It's 1943 AAF Parachute Ration Survival MRE. It looks like a sardine can. Yeah, yeah, I see that one. Yeah, he's got a 1986 Ration Lightweight 30-Day Prototype. He's got a 2018 South African 24 Ration Pack. Uh, there's another 2018, 1944 U.S. Army Air Force Air Crew lunch, 1950 Spanish individual emergency ration. Yeah, and he eats these. And he eats them. Now, in the 81 pack, there was beef jerky that the seal had not stayed sealed on. Yeah, and it was as hard as box. that. And uh, he would not eat it. He did break it. And it broke cleanly, which is scary, because it went... <laughs> it went from being fibrous to being crystalline. Yes. So he's like, oh, no, I'm going to repackage that and put that on display, because you don't have to worry about it rotting anymore. <laughs> Hell, you didn't have to worry about it rotting at all. It was dried anyways. But uh, it's very interesting, this stuff that he goes through. 2017 Belarusian... Uh, I want to get some of his more obscure ones. 1943 U.S. Army Field Ration K Dinner. Uh, 1950s 
and 60s British Royal Air Force emergency flying food. 1942 German ra- ration show Coca-Cola chocolate. I saw that one. He does. He does eat some of the chocolate. Does he? Mm-hmm. It's very weird because he'll open these rations from the long ago. Yeah. Like he's buying them from the master or something. 1964. He'll open them up and in the can will be all beat to hell, but it, the contents inside will be like, yeah. Pretty decent, yeah. And it looks like what it's supposed to be. Well, I mean. The then first... there are the ones. Yeah. Yeah. Where the thing is bulging. <laughs> yeah. That right? always cracks me up, no matter what he's opening. <laughs> nice hiss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or, he was or, listening for that. Or in no the vacuum hit. packs. Or he'll say no hiss. Yeah. And then he gets nervous. Yeah. No hiss? Uh oh. <laughs> 1964 Vietnam sea ration ham and lima bean. Mmm. I'll check that one out. Like most of these ration packs come with an accessory kit and they have like a can opener. Oh. And he opens the cans with Yeah, with the authentic the, can openers. P forty one or whatever it's called. But he doesn't use the one <coughs> in the ration pack, he uses his own. Yeah. Here's one. 1863 American Civil War hardtack. Oldest cracker ever. <laughs> and he's got, it's on a plate, and he's got a fork and knife crossed in front of it. Good luck. I mean, it's hard tack. It, it is literally good forever. No, I mean, good luck breaking off a piece. Oh, yeah, well, well, yeah. Typically, even in the time, they would soak it in coffee or beef tallow or pork fat or... Xylene. <laughs> Probably not Xylene. And uh, the only way you can really soften it up and eat it. So now, what's her name? The the Asian lady that does the food reviews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. She uh, made her own hardtack. Oh Friday. yeah, I want to make my own hardtack. No, it's funny because she went to bite into it and it's like uh-uh. crack. She's like uh uh-uh. uh, this ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, nineteen seventy seven meal combat ration. She had to like leverage it apart. Yeah, there's there's no you you can hit it with a hammer and break the hammer. Maybe we should make some on the show. I want to make some hard tech. Well, maybe we have class to it. I have. That's true. I have the. I, I have a recipe. I have a recipe. So you just gotta make sure he understands what hard tech actually is, and he's not got a different idea in mind. Yeah, it's not. Klaus, it's not the tack that horses wear. It's not that kind of stuff. But th- th- he's got a really cool uh, web page, YouTube page. Sorry. I think he probably has a web page too. Well, he does. He says he has a web page, Twitter. He has all of it. But um, this this is really cool. Oh, 1951 Korean War RCI, oldest cigarette ever smoked. Yeah, that always fascinates me. Because um, this guy, by the way, if you see him, he looks like he's incredibly fit condition. Oh yeah, he looks in great shape. And if you but go, you only see him from like here up. So yeah, but I mean, his arms but are his big, arms are, and yeah. his, he doesn't have a belly. You can tell. And so and he survived all this shit. So. And he's surviving this. But I, I love the when he finds the cigarettes in him. Because he gives like the... Well, I've never actually heard a cigarette review. So but he gives you the whole review and tells you about the pull and all that stuff. 1955. He does a very good job of explaining the cigarettes. He, he, well, he, he does a very good job of explaining everything, really. But the thing is, that's something I would, I would really like to find. Just as like say sixty year old cigarettes. Well, like they're Chesterfields or uh, brands that don't exist anymore. Yeah, I mean there are Chesterfield branded cigarettes. Yeah, in the world, but it's not the Chesterfield. But it's been the name's been sold and exactly. I have a uh, 
a magnet on my my fridge over in Europe, and uh, it says. You mean over in the break room? Yeah, yeah, over in the break room, and it it, it's, it says uh, Falstaff. Falstaff was one of the beers that was made in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Prohibition hit, they went out of business. And if you know anything about St. Louis, you know the other beer that didn't. <laughs> Try one. Sure, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, uh, recently, recently purchased by InBev, recently as in within the last 15 years. But uh, somebody found their brewery mm-hmm. and bought it. And uh, they're remodeling well, it. I can't imagine it was lost. I mean, well, no, it was abandoned and destroyed. So they bought the property. Oh, they bought the property. Yeah, and they they were they were they were digging down. It's not really to... easy to lose a building. Well, What's this building? No one knows. <laughs> what building? Uh, they were digging down to clean it all up and everything, and they found the old they brew vats. A, they found a whole stash of ET cartridges. <laughs> no. They found the old brew vats, and they found out that where they were was the old Falstaff Brewery, so they made a big deal about it. I was looking at it on the web. No, it wasn't Wikipedia. So it was very interesting to me, because I have family from St. Louis, and I have... I hope a... they were cleaned before they abandoned the brewery. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. Um, well, it had, wouldn't really matter at this point. They still had caustic in them. It no, was, it was, that would have been funny. No, they were full of dirt. They, no, they were, full, they were full of dirt. They weren't the aluminum that we know. They were brick and Uh-oh. glass lined and stuff Uh-oh. like that. But they were full of dirt because they, they demolished the buildings and just flattened it out. Huh. But uh, So that was really neat. So I, I really like this kind of stuff, this whole stuff. And I just got into Chris got me into this guy. And I just happened to watch it last night and was just like, this is kind of wild. I worry about him. A little bit. He'll say something and he'll, be, he'll take like two or three bites of it. And he'll like, yeah, I think this may be a little rancid. My tongue is numbing. Or maybe that's a tingling on my tongue. Yeah. I'm like, you're like three bites into it, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, seek medical attention. Yeah, survival ration, Vietnam era. This is from two years ago. So those are his oldest ones are from two years ago, it's looking like. His oldest videos. <laughs> yeah, so he's been doing this for at least two years. And he's got a lot of videos on there, too. He does. He has quite a few. 1956 L.A. food packet abandoned aircraft survival ration. I mean, seriously, the, the amount of resources that have been expended to make this many videos with this varied a selection... And apparently he, he knows people who can get him... Yeah, it's like a community. Rations. It's like a community of collectors. Yeah, that's I find that just wild. Because somebody has sent him something... One of the more recent videos I watched. Yeah, I think it was the... Yeah, the 81. He's got three packs. Yeah, but there was one that was, uh, it wasn't even uh, put into production. Yeah, that's the, that's the three 1981 packs. Yeah. They're all prototypes. I thought that was really cool. So there you go, guys. Uh, go take a look at Steve nineteen eighty nine MRE info on YouTube. I mean YouTube, and, and give it a watch. It's it's some wild stuff, really. Is. But done in a very Bob Ross manner. Yeah, he's real chill. Real, real chill. chill. The way he explains stuff is is outstanding. Well, it's kind of bloomed a little, and blah blah blah, and he goes into it, and then he'll take a bite, and he'll be like. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. And uh, But it's really funny because I've looked at bits and pieces of them when Chris first told me about it. 
couple of them he was like yeah, there's never any point in the video where he like throws the thing back down and goes, oh my god no and no no he just sets it nicely he sets it nicely back down but he's had a couple where he's like well I, that looks okay let me try that and I'm I'm sitting in front of my computer going no 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 don't do it <laughs> if you into something and knew in your head that this is 40 years old and it tastes even a little bit off and your, your primary reaction is going to be like slam and throw it back down on the plate and go oh my god no this dude yeah, well he maybe smokes a lot of weed that's Neil you're thinking about oh yeah and we've never seen this guy eat anything and just lean to the left and hurl uh, there also could be editing involved <laughs> true but you, in, in you that case it'd most be crunch of, crunch most <sighs> Most of the stuff that he eats, you don't actually see him eat. Well, you, you hear it. I mean, some things like food bars and whatnot, he'll have the camera on and stuff. But most of the time, you're just looking at the tray. Yeah. But you hear him crunch into it. And he then... He puts it back down and has a bite out of it. I'm, yeah. I'm and not then denying he, that he, he eats it. He, there's saying. also shots where you'll see he'll pick up the whole tray. Especially if it was like the beef macaroni stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and he eats... He, eat, he ate about half of what was there. And he's like, it's just not good. He goes, I just personally don't like it. He goes, which is bad because if you're in the field, you have to eat everything here. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. And if you're in the field, you're going to be hungry as shit. And you're going to eat it whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. It's not Denny's. You can't send it back. <laughs> I guess at Denny's, you probably shouldn't send it back either. Or if you are, just say, I'm sorry. I thought this was something else. Sorry, it's not you. It's me. With you, it's me. I'm not compatible with this meal. No, <laughs> I'd like to order another meal, please. I like the Grand Slam, this time with bacon. Do you have something that might have flavor? <laughs> this one tastes of grease. I can go to the old age home and get no flavor. Can, can you do something with flavor, please? So there you go. It's very interesting. And uh, maybe I'll find uh, another person for next show. Or something to that effect. Oh, I'm sure we can find someone on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be hard. There, there, there are several channels on YouTube. We can make There's two or three, not including ours. We can do ours, I guess. Why would I want to review our own channel? Exposure. Everything on it sucks. Everything on it is really funny. Except for that Larry guy. He's great. Some of it might not be as well made as others, but it's all funny. Watch it. So there we go. Uh, cue YouTube music. Alrighty, everybody. There you have it. Another Achieving Reality of the Podcast done and done. I hope you really enjoyed what we were talking about today. Those uh, intense pickle Doritos are freaking amazing. The only problem is you can only get them out of Canada, uh, as far as I can tell, unless you want to pay an exorbitant amount of money, and then you can get them on Amazon. Um, I don't really want to pay the exorbitant amount of money, so I'm going to have Blackburn pick them up for me, and I'll just pay him. Because he goes to Canada so much. Uh, I hope you really enjoyed what we were talking about with Steve1989. It's a really great website, and honestly, I think we're going to be doing another little bit about pages from YouTube. I'm going to hunt down that other one that I was talking about on there that tries out the wacky beauty supplies and eats weird Japanese foods. Other than that, I hope you all enjoyed it. 
And now I'm going to say for Chris, Marissa, Harvey, and the rest of the gang, I'm Larry saying crap on a popsicle stick. It's a small popsicle stick too. Real tiny one. Like those, like those little itty bitty ones for like little kids. And it's like so the crap's real close to your fingers. Bye! Oh, it's grayed out! Hey everybody, Larry here from Achieving Reality the Podcast. So you've missed the last few episodes, have you? That's cool. We got you covered now. That's right, Achieving Reality the Podcast is now on Spotify. Nice, right? So now you can listen to us on Podbean, Google Play, Google Podcasts, and iTunes, and Spotify. We're growing and growing. I mean, wow. Follow us on Facebook and give us a listen on all of our new platforms and our old platforms. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Achieving Reality, the podcast. See you soon. Blah, blah.